This is the We Spin Recipes podcast with Andrew Apanov. Hello everyone, Andrew Apanov here and this is a new edition of the We Spin Recipes podcast as you could guess well and if you don't know what We Spin is, We Spin is a music marketing training and community platform. You can check it out anytime at wispin.co and this podcast is a series of audio interviews with music industry representatives, artists and uh, founders of uh, various interesting music startups. So this is what I've been covering actively lately, as you could notice, uh, interviewing developers, founders of interesting new apps and projects for musicians is something I'm very excited about and I hope that you find these interviews valuable because you can not only learn about the new apps but also hear what uh, the founders stand for and how exactly you may benefit from uh, using these uh, applications and websites and services and so on. And today on this show we've got Michael Hoy as a guest and uh, he's a founder, uh, or rather a co-founder, alongside Dave Marcello of Boombox FM. I've known Michael for a while and uh, I remember uh, when this project was uh, titled Indie Bundles, but technically it was a bit different project and then it was renamed into Music Box and now finally it's been relaunched as Boombox FM. So here we go, an interview with Michael Hoy. Hello, Mike. How are you doing? I'm good, Andrew. How are you, man? Doing great. And uh, finally, I have you on this podcast. <laughs> it's yeah, been a while. <laughs> it has, it has. But I, I really appreciate you having me. Thank you. So, can you please uh, provide a big of backgrounds on yourself because I know that you've been a musician, a professional musician yourself, and uh, you've been involved in uh, a number of uh, startups. So, just a little bit of your history? Yeah, sure. So I was, uh, as you mentioned, a professional musician for just about 12 years, the majority of which I spent starving. <laughs> but I uh, had the opportunity to work with a number of fantastic musicians, play in a couple really incredible groups, was fortunate enough to do a number of nationwide tours stateside, and even more fortunate enough to travel the world and do a world tour. And on the business side, I've been able to manage a couple bands. I've been able to work in the industry, producing albums, creating festivals, mostly of the, the charitable kind. But I've really kind of been able to have a hand in, uh, in just about all aspects of the music industry. And, and it's an industry that, that I thoroughly enjoy. It's so dynamic and so incredible. And, and especially now it's ripe for change. So I got into startups just a couple years ago and decided that I saw the opportunity within the music industry. As I said, it, I believe it's ripe for change. And it was begging for startups to come in and really hold the mission of helping independent, undiscovered musicians propel themselves to the forefront and gain the attention that they deserve. So I created a platform called Indie Bundles that was a cross-promotional platform for musicians did that for about a year. I met my co-founder, Dave Marcello, and we took that idea and we pivoted it into uh, what was Music Box, a curated, effortless discovery form for independent and undiscovered music lovers and a highly targeted marketing platform for our musicians. Uh, we have since grown that into about 12,000 
listening subscribers. We work with just over 2,000 independent artists, and we just recently changed our name to Boombox FM. If you don't mind, so why is the change of the name? Do you think it works uh, best explaining what the platform does or you didn't want to use the old one for another reason? <laughs> no, well, well, first and foremost, yeah, just as you said, it is a, it's an incredible explanation of what we do. I mean, if you think of a boombox in its simplest form, it is a tiny mechanical instrument that can propel sound outward, sometimes louder than you may even need it to be. And that's exactly how we see ourselves in a metaphorical stance. We see ourselves as this maybe right now tiny little mechanism, but we can propel artists into much greater volumes, much greater heights. And, uh, and as we grow and as that mechanism gets bigger, um, that sound reach will only get bigger. And then there's that little point that it was going to be awfully hard to trademark the name Music Box. <laughs> so, yeah. so we ended up moving to Boombox FM. We love it. Our users have really taken to it. They love the name. And of course, as I said, it really just projects what we do as a company for our musicians. Got it. And I can assume you are not going to change it again in the near future, right? No, no, we are dead set on Boombox FM. That's who we are. That's what we'll be. Great. So now please explain to me and to the listener how exactly it works. So from listener's perspective and from a perspective of an artist. Sure, sure. We will. We'll, why don't we start with the listener perspective because it ends up segueing very well into what we do for our artists. Initially, when Dave and I created Music Box, we had a hypothesis that discovering new music was was hard, and it was uh, almost impossible to do on the platforms given to the everyday consumer today. As we started to test the hypothesis, we built a email list where essentially all we did was curated personal boxes of free music for our listeners based on their preferences and genre. And we just delivered them over email. We made all the music inside of the email, one-click direct downloads for our listeners to own, hold, do whatever they'd like with that music. The validation was incredible. We ended up picking up very quickly within the first couple months, about 5,000 users And we were able to kind of do a lot of customer development and build out what our listener offering was from that point forward. We now have created a system that learns and grows and delivers better recommendations, not just based on a listener's genre preference or tag preference or even of the artist that they already like, but it will do so in an effortless way. We still deliver our music over email. Our music is still free. And our users now have the ability to engage with the artists and interact with the platform. Again, also that it gets smarter and the recommendations for them get better. Now, mm -hmm. what that's done for our artists is that's created a highly targeted marketing tool for our independent and other undiscovered musicians. We have now the ability to put them into the earbuds of listeners who not only want music, but want music like their genre, want music like their tag, want music just like the bands that they associate themselves with. So instead of putting them in front of, let's say, just cold listeners, these are very, very warm leads to help build engageable fan bases. We like to explain it as we're moving them further down the engageable fan funnel, very similar to like a sales funnel. 
for musicians these days, especially um, independent musicians, it's our opinion that their business model has to tweak and iterate just a bit. And so our opinion is put a song out there, almost like you would give a card out at a networking event and create an, a new fan that now you can engage on a number of other platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and your website. And so how can you capture the information of a listener through the platform or how musicians are supposed to connect with the listeners besides just giving them a free track to listen to? So is there any kind of a form or a clear call to action for the listeners? So how, how does it look like? Sure, absolutely. So each box contains anywhere from three to five artists, depending on what that user's preferences are. Again, each box is customized to that specific user. Once inside of the box, a listener can find a quick synopsis of an artist, an image of them, a SoundCloud link so that they can stream the song. Like I mentioned, a one-click direct download, so it's an effortless grab of music. They also have the ability to connect directly with the artist on Twitter and Facebook from that box. Now, with the rollout of our online platform, listeners can go in, they can thumbs up, thumbs down certain songs, again, so that the system and the recommendations get better for them. Mm -hmm. They're able to click on artist profiles to take deeper discovery dives into, let's say, where the artists are playing and where they're touring, what their other albums and their other songs look like. And again, just a uh, another tool for our listeners to discover more and vice versa. A couple additional calls to action for the artist to be able to engage with our listeners more. Mm -hmm. It's very important to mention that at the stage we're at, we're able to really customize that experience for our artists. So an artist, one artist, maybe your favorite band, Andrew, really likes to and finds it more effective to engage their artists on Facebook. And then maybe my favorite band finds it more efficient to engage their fans on Twitter. We make that experience a customizable one for the artists so that they're able to determine what their number one call to action is. Mm -hmm. Right, clear. And uh, yeah, so I like the fact that for the listener, it becomes... Um easier to discover new music because uh, the stuff that is delivered is in limited quantity so it's not just unlimited access to music like on any streaming platform for example but you actually send hand picked or based on the algorithm of your tracks and it's also a big advantage of uh, for the artists because they are among just few other artists in a similar genre But it also brings me to the point where I see that it's impossible to send uh, a lot of stuff in the same week, for example. So how do you go about picking the music that you recommend to listeners of a specific genre? And what's the... Maybe you want to talk about the business model a bit, because I can imagine you are planning some special packages for artists, or are you? Sure. Yeah, and that's a great question. And just to you know, touch on one of your earlier points, you know, there are already a number of platforms out there that are offering unlimited access, right? And even though we don't consider ourselves competitors to Spotify's and Pandora's and Reverb Nations, we actually view ourselves as enhancers to those turnkey solutions. They offer unlimited access. And what we're finding is that essentially dilutes the market, right? As an independent artist without a label or without a lot of money to push my product, I'm expected to scream above the noise 
on those platforms. And so we find that it is very beneficial, not just for our listeners, but for our artists to kind of limit the discovery intake on a weekly basis. That allows the listeners to focus in on what they're getting. And again, for our artists, it doesn't make them scream above the noise. So that being said, we do only push out a limited amount of artists. Now, with our online platform, we've opened up about 20 times the opportunity we had running off of our email list just because we're able to rotate artists quicker. We're able to send boxes out more frequently. And because the user base is growing, we're able to facilitate the discovery quantifiably in a much larger way. But again, we're still limited in the amount of artists that we can promote and really that we want to promote. It is a standard that we hold ourselves to that we put the best artists out there, the ones that deserve to be discovered because their music is of a top-notch quality. So what we've done is we've put together a, at first, or the first step is a curation team, both in-house and out-of-house. Andrew, you know a little bit about that. We're fortunate enough to have you on as a curator. A a disclaimer, Um, right? Yeah, a disclaimer. (laughs) Shameless self-promotion. But we receive music from these out-of-house curators who discover music because they're involved within the industry or they have their finger on the pulse and they're able to send us phenomenal, phenomenal artists to consider. In-house, we have a number of different ways of attracting artists to the site. And then once artists apply, we then vet them out. There is a curation team in-house that each artist will go through a process in here that helps kind of whittle down and keep the standard of our artists very high. We then throw the artist into our backend system in which it's algorithmically matched with the right listener. That way we're partnering and we think we're doing this. We think we're one of the companies doing this the best in the music industry right now. We're partnering human curation and technical curation really in a revolutionary way. So that being said, we encourage all artists to apply. All artists can apply at www.boombox.fm. And again, they will go through that vetting process that we just explained. Right. And when the, an artist fills out the form, uh, there is a bunch of information that you're asking for, which I think absolutely is great and makes sense. You are asking for things like moods and genre tags and so on. So you are trying to collect as much information as possible right now compared to the previous version of the platform. Is it correct? That's right. That's right. And to kind of answer your earlier question, one of the reasons why we're doing that is because we plan to roll out a number of different packages for artists that will allow them to really market themselves in an even more custom way. We're collecting all this information on the on the upfront, not just songs and images, but all of your social links, uh, like you mentioned, tags, mood tags to that specific song. We're collecting all this information so that we can build packages customary to each artist. And that way we can really get the most for each independent musician in terms of their marketing campaign through Boombox FM. It's a straight, it's an offering that we're really excited about because we tested it within our beta test. The artists who were participating in our kind of, we like to call them our, our deep dive packages 
for our listeners had amazing numbers and just through marketing campaign over email where the standard numbers are open rates are about 18, 19%, click rates are about eight or 9%. Our deep dive artists who were testing that musician offering for us were receiving 62, 63% open rates. They were getting 37, 38, sometimes 40% click rates anywhere from 700 to 1,000 downloads of their, of their song within those packages. And mm-hmm. you know it's, it's important to remember that that was a test and those packages were only going out to so many people. And, and really, those numbers were phenomenal. So again, we're excited to offer these brand new packages. We're collecting a lot of information from our artists so that we can seamlessly transition them into a much grander marketing campaign, one that is customized to their taste. Great. Yeah, sounds exciting. And indeed, sounds like anyone listening to our conversation should actually just apply if they're a musician. So it kind <laughs> of makes sense, especially since it's all free at this point. And uh, even in That's the future, right. from what I understand, the submission of one's music will be free. So uh, there is one thing that I'm, I'm really curious about. So maybe I will ask you to share some of your secrets, I'm not sure. But uh, so you have two challenges here. One is to build uh, these great database and uh, a pool of artists who provide their music. And at the same time, you want to grow the listeners, following and subscribers, because this is who you sell the music to. And while I have some ideas about growing the amount, the list of artists who are subscribed to the platform, what about the listeners? So it's really difficult because of the reasons why we discussed about with the platforms that's out there. And uh, from my experience, it's like not everyone is a super music fan that wants (laughs) to hear the next big thing and so on. So how do you have an idea, an image of your typical listener and uh, do you have a clear idea of where to find one or do you rely on artists bringing their fans to the platform so how do you approach building these subscribers list of listeners sure absolutely that's a great question you know first and foremost i think it's important to let everyone know that up until this point we've really had a limited rope and what we could do marketing wise, just because we wanted to focus on the people who were on the platform, learning about what they really wanted and needed in the next phase. And that's both listeners and artists. So we were going through that process and learning a ton about who our typical listener was. It wasn't necessarily people brought on by bands, by artists, though, once we roll out the new platform, that acquisition stream could potentially be a prominent one. But these were people who, like you said, were into discovering the undiscovered. They were very tech savvy. You know, some may call them early adopters. We actually labeled our customer sector or the majority of them. We labeled them heroes. They're people that wanted to get to whatever it was first and they wanted to share it and they wanted to take the credit for it. And I'm saying that in the most positive way. Right. They wanted to be, you know, the discovery hub for either their group of friends or their online group. They were the heroes, the ones that sought after that sought after that label. So that being said, the initial customer sect were ones that we could find very easily on Absolute Punk. A lot of online forums, they were 
listeners that participate on your platform, Andrew, and other music tech platforms, when it comes to artists, it was virtually the same. They were early adopters. They were artists who were willing to try a lot of new different things to get their music out there. Really, these are daring people who, you know, for whatever reason, and even though it may sound like a small one, are willing to take the risk on something new and relatively unknown to reap a really big reward. And in this case, you know, the ability to discover brand new music bi-weekly that they may really love. So moving forward, we still plan on that being a huge customer sector. I mean, that's what we're built around this effortless discovery. You know, we really feel like the person who will utilize Boombox FM will be a hero, though we have built in a number of different ways for these heroes to share and spread the word of Boombox FM so that we're hopefully bringing on, Andrew, like you said, more people who maybe music discovery isn't necessarily their thing. But because this is so easy, because it's so effortless, it's something that they experience and love, even though it's not their forte. So, you know, it's a great question. Whenever you're starting a startup, it's super important to understand who your target market is. Hey, whenever you're in a band or starting a band, it's super important to know who your target market is. For us, you know, I think we have a really good grasp on who that is now. And we're trying to build in certain features and different user experiences to make sure that we can even reach a broader group beyond that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. And sounds like a, a really interesting model. Once again, it all makes sense. And I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how it all develops. So can you mention any of the very nearest upcoming features that you are going to add or just the next steps for the platform? Speaking of uh, Spring 2015, for example. Yeah, sure. You know, that's, um, I appreciate the opportunity to kind of pitch what we've got going on here. We're hoping, and I know everyone can't see me, I'm knocking on some wood right now. We're hoping to have our, our entire online platform live, launched and live for the world to consume by the end of February. We have onboarded the majority of our artists right now onto that platform. We're doing box tests as we speak. And we are hopefully within the next week onboarding our current listeners for them to be able to kind of have some early access, give some run to the website and some feedback. That way we're able to kind of take it back to the shop, craft it up and really have it sparkly and nice for everyone to see by the end of February. But uh, spring 2015 is going to be a big one for us, not just Technically, but as a company, we're hoping to expand our team here in the next couple of weeks, uh, excuse me, next couple of months. Dave and I are constantly in pursuit of opportunities for this company. We have established already a couple brand partners that will be working with some of our artists, if not our entire platform throughout 2015. And, uh, you know, we're just really excited for what the future holds. We will finally be able to kind of let the reins go on, on what we can do marketing-wise. And we're excited to bring effortless discovery to the listening community. And on the flip side, we're excited to promote some amazing undiscovered musicians. I have to, you know, before we go, put in that a phenomenal, phenomenal group who has been with us almost since the beginning, Bride and Groom, just recently announced that they're going to sign for Universal up in Canada They've been with us since April 2014, and we are super excited. Even if the awesome. role we played in that was incredibly small, 
they deserve it. They're incredibly hardworking and, you know, and it is, these are artists that are coming through our platform. And again, whether our impact is big or small, they're going on to do incredible, incredible things. Right. Yeah. And thanks for mentioning this case. It's a really cool one. I'll link to uh, the bands in the show notes and uh, amazing. Yeah. Excellent. So looking forward to the developments to the platform being live very soon. And uh, of course, uh, encourage everyone to just check it out right now and sign up. And uh, I really appreciate all the insights and everything that you've shared on this call. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it, Andrew. Thank you. And this is it. Check out Boombox FM at boombox.fm. And uh, as a reminder, this is uh, the Whispin Recipes podcast with me, Andrew Epinoff. And uh, I want to encourage you to also sign up for my free course at box.wispin.co. If you haven't been a part of it just yet, we will be relaunching it in late February. So it's a really a good time to sign up for it. It consists of a bunch of uh, lessons uh, all delivered to your inbox absolutely for free. So please uh, sign up if you like freebies and want uh, to see how to uh, increase the engagement rates of your uh, followers and get more fans across your social media networks, sign up at box.wispin.co. Thank you for listening and see you next week. You have been listening to the We Spin Recipes podcast. Learn how we can help you improve your music career at wespin12.com. We